Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined by Sarge. Still joined by Sarge before they make the joke. I'm here. I'm always here, you fuckers. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Wagwan, my beautiful babies. <laughs> Verily, Wagwan, it is I, L, the white Jamaican, and I don't speak with an accent. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I will still caution you against messing with them street gals, if you know what I mean. Big ups to Ja. I saw an, an excellent TikTok. It's a guy who I, I wish I remembered his name, but it's a guy who is uh, like he lives in Japan and is fluent in Japanese, but he is white. I'm not sure if he's an expat or what, but he does his TikTok videos like going around and be like being very enthusiastic about mundane things uh, <laughs> while speaking the language, but he doesn't put any Japanese stank on it. So he'll just be like, oh, kawaii, <laughs> just like pointed the thing. But like he can, he's like incredibly fluent. So when he had like sometimes he'll just like go on a jag and like talk to people who are playing at a claw machine or whatever, but just in perfect white guy accent, but Jap- perfect Amazing. fluent Japanese. <laughs> such, a, such a sweet gimmick. <laughs> I, I was trying to think like what would be the best thing to do that for it, I would think being in Quebec and just being like doing perfect American French Canadian like that would be so jarring because I've heard that like French people can't even understand people in, from Quebec and vice versa because it's just like their dialect is just so bizarre between the two nations and then you just hit them with a third take where you're just like oh yeah this is the American version of Canadian French how you like them apples I've heard it compared to like Cajun and I'm having trouble even picturing what Cajun would sound like if you took the accent out of it <laughs> that would be wild stuff yeah. I love language I'm such yeah. a nerd. Like the, the, the amount of TikTok I watch that's just polyglots talking to people and surprising them is like enough to embarrass anyone. <laughs> Although luckily, luckily, I guess question mark. I've moved off of that recently, and I've been watching a lot of Gaki Daisukai clips and just you know, oh man, yeah, <laughs> enjoying essentially the, the the Japanese jackass with guys like getting paddled in the balls. Well, one of them they brought in a monkey to kick yeah, and then slap kick. this guy. I was like, what the fuck? monkey kick i was like monkey kick is intense yeah (laughs) that that sounds like a thing where i I, that's like a hard pass we're like we're gonna have this animal and animals are almost always ridiculously powerful and it's gonna hit you i'd be like no no it's not i don't care what the country that's not even the most powerful thing they have kicked them every whatever they do their 24-hour batsu game somebody gets a tie kick by a tie kick boxer And they come out in the full regalia, doing the little dance and stuff, and just slowly walk over to them to build the suspense, and then they just like get them to stand still for a second, and then kablam! Right to the thigh. It always oh, just it just sobbing. They're just yeah. on the ground, just like getting cut. Like, oh god, it's so incomparable, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there is there is nothing, I don't think there's anything that I, I could possibly be involved in where the stakes would be, I'd be willing to wager, like, kick to the thigh from a professional kickboxer. Like, that, and be like, no! 
I would have, I don't know, like $20 million. I'd have my options to win like life altering money or generational money or receive kick to the thigh from a professional kickboxer. <laughs> like it would, ha- it would have to be that aggressive of a, of a promise to me for me to be willing to accept. Oh, they that. always drop like, yeah. What, would it, would it shock you to know that uh, uh, some of those guys are, are retiring this year after like 25 <laughs> years of doing this nonsense or whatever? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're all getting older. That's for sure. I remember like Johnny Knoxville had like a match at like WrestleMania and people were like, if Johnny Knoxville falls wrong, he could actually die because he's damaged himself so egregiously, but they like kid gloved him as aggressively as possible. And he like took like, yeah, I think he took he's like 51 now. Oh yeah. He he's, he's very old and apparently incredibly beaten up from doing that show. So mm-hmm. like he is not in, not in great shape. Fake news. It's all CGI. <laughs> yes. Oh, anyway, yeah. Enough, enough talking about, you know what? I'm cutting you off. We're done. We're done talking about these stupid idiots damaging themselves because <laughs> this week has actually been a surprisingly juicy week for QAnon-related and adjacent bullshit. Uh, so it's time for us to get into our a very personal amuse-a-bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. And of course, I say intensely personal, not to us, because we don't care. I mean, it, it generates content for us, but we're not well, involved. We, we care, but we don't care about this and I don't really care about this shit. I mean, it's, aside from being abused by it. Uh, but this week, we've, we've split the items for the week into the boosh is going to be personal troubles for individuals. And then the news headlines are going to be bigger, larger troubles for many peoples. Of which, uh, of which so, there's several, enough that we had to make that divide. Yeah, and uh, in, in top of the boost uh, headline, uh, or I guess boost line, uh, quote unquote news, uh, Twitter has been on some shit, and uh, the Twitter fighting continues uh, this week. The the spate between MTG and uh, Ali, what's his last name? Ali Alexander. Ali Alexander uh, took a uh, well. It would would you believe it? Considering their GOP guy folks uh, took a like. <laughs> underage sex sort of turn yeah uh mike what's going on with the underage sex involved uh with the or uh, sex scandal i should say yeah. uh between ali alexander and earth us the the, the kind people earth. of the world <laughs> yeah, well, that's basically welcome, it welcome to earth <laughs> yeah but, but uh basically what happened was uh milo uh our boy milo who formerly of the very successful Yi campaign Although uh, recently, I think Yi said something to the effect of "I just want to be left alone," and apparently, Yi twenty twenty four is now uh, tre- treading water at best. But uh, Milo uh, decided that it's time to air some dirty laundry about his fellow right wing grifters, and he posted or he leaked what are confirmed texts from under a from an underage man uh, saying that Ali Alexander was asking him for dick pics when he was not uh, of age for that to be a thing that could happen. And um, Alexander uh, originally denied these things, and then he made uh, posts about how he wished he was just a sort of chaste man who didn't flirt with anybody, which was kind of like flirting with people is okay. Asking people below the age of 18 to see their genitals, not okay. Now, correct me Uh, if I'm wrong, but uh, didn't something come out uh, from him complaining that the person in question was not sending the material for his quote-unquote spank bank? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. That, that, that you, Ali, so, so, so it goes beyond like a, like a third hand account from, you know, m- trusted, reputable source Milo. Like the receipts go back to Ali being like, yeah, 15 year old kid wouldn't send me anything I could jerk off to. What a prick. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. not, you're not paraphrasing very much. No. And the other thing was, is that these texts were confirmed. The person who Ali had sent them to has come forward and said, this did happen. Here is my phone. Here are the messages. This is all on the up and up. And Ali Actually, I had never I, I like uh, I like I'm sure some of the listeners didn't know where this originated from. I didn't get to it until I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene like signal boosting it. Just being like, see, I told you he was a sick pedo the whole time or whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is wild. Marjorie, we've got endless receipts on you as well. Like, don't I wouldn't come too hard after. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll put a little bit of a pin in that one. We'll circle mm. back to that here at the at the end of the boosh. Yeah, so the other thing that happened here was Milo, uh, no, uh, Ali has stated that he is quote unquote battling same sex attraction, which. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Ali, Ali. time I look at Jason Momoa. Yeah, uh, Ali, uh, you're not struggling with anything. You're either gay or you're bi, or you, you're just you just you're on the spectrum of attraction. This is just what people accept. Well, in these, in this I world mean, now. he may be struggling with, you know, other urges <laughs> you, you feel like I, I wouldn't quite say that he might not be facing any struggles it's, 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 it seems like soliciting underage people for nudes indicates that you're struggling with a little something there but yeah it, 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 it's not merely same sex is the problem there yeah if only his entire side of the street hadn't decided that the worst thing in the world to be is uh trans or gay and they've mashed it all together with uh being a pedo and he is literally soliciting same-sex pictures from an underage young man like it's it's the culture war has oh i seem to have been hoisted upon my own petard like that that is their go-to satanic panic right now and here he is and everyone's got the receipts, and yeah, but they don't care. Again, they no, don't care. They don't care. This is, this is the, 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 the I don't care. The I don't care minute of the podcast where we have to talk about how Republicans just don't care. Well, they care in the sense that, the, like, Ali is a liability in a lot of ways because he was heavily in, he was heavily involved in January sixth. He was the one who got the fraudulent permit for the protest that was supposed to be happening after Trump's speech. Basically, like when you, when you see Alex Jones on his bullhorn begging people to go in a certain direction, he's trying to run them towards where Ali was supposed to be staging them in the area where Ali got the permit for. And but when I say fraudulent, Ali lied about the size of the crowd that he was expecting to show up in that area he was like i want to get a permit for like 200 people or whatever in this area of like washington dc and then he got approved for that when he knew like thousands See, of he's months. a fool if only he had listened to president trump back when he was still actually at office talking about how swollen his numbers for speaking engagements were yeah yeah did you see when when of the 7 billion people on earth at the time 7.1 billion people showed up to his inauguration it was wild yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember those pictures. We watched them together. We watched them roll in. We're like, it's amazing. Yeah, they, 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 the, 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 the same the same visual effects artist working on that as the Lotto Coachella uh, stage photos. How's that for your <laughs> topical reference for the week? Handful of <laughs> listeners who know what the fuck I'm talking about. There you go. You shot past me. Yeah. 
Oh, I, yeah, I, by the blank looks on your faces, I could tell that you really. You guys have been uh, to, you guys not up on the Coachella news? So so weird. I thought you guys love Coachella. <laughs> I did. I, I did hear one influencer talk about how people claim they go to Coachella, but they just like show up, film it, and then run away. They don't actually stay. They just like pretend to be there for a moment for the clout. Yeah, yeah. A, I mean the, the the short version of it is that like Lotto posted a picture of her performance from the stage out over the crowd, and it was clear that something was up with the image because it looked like somebody had copy pasted a bunch of the cloud on the fl- uh, crowd on the flanks. Now, <laughs> there's a chance that that was some like panorama iPhone weird nonsense or whatever, and I'm sure that that's what her PR team is going to say. And ultimately, I don't care because I don't care how popular Lotto is, whatever. But I, I it, it is it is pretty is. funny to, to to look out over the crowd and see. Like the same visually distinct person making the same fist bump, like pretty much like two two people away from each other, like they were twins. It's like that. It's like that early Rick and Morty episode where they're in the simulation. And Rick keeps making the crowd bigger. Yeah, it's it was it was wild. It was just like wow, the, whoever whoever did this needs to be fired from the squad. I mean, no more yeah. entourage for you. But like, I, hey, does anyone in the entourage know Photoshop? Yeah, kinda. Okay, why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom nailed it world class oh god so uh anyway let's get back on track so as far as uh as far as uh ali trying to look at little ding dongs goes uh has, has is this gonna is this enough to make him persona non grata like how, how are how are the conservatives at q and all these nut bars taking this this revelation Oh, uh, QAnon is totally silent. I have seen nobody bring up Ali Alexander's little problem here. Uh, The the QAnon community has just, whoop, we're not looking at this. Again, the people that that claim to be... Yeah, children are in danger. Right. Did anyone think to to ignite the Q signal? Right. You you would think the people that are all about protecting the children from groomers and and pederists and predators would be all over Ali Alexander and just destroying him for this. Shockingly, they're totally silent because Ali's on their team and they know that they're nuts and that Ali's a nut because they're Ali's on Infowars level craziness. So they know what level of grift Ali works and he's on their team. So they ain't going to say shit. But like the quote unquote respectable Republicans, this is this is this is Marjorie Taylor Greene trying to distance herself from these nuts. Like she went at Ali, and she also went at Nick Fuentes because again she's trying to she wants to be vice president, so she needs to kind of distance herself from her very much friendly with Nick Fuentes past. Do, so do you think that uh, do you think that Lauren Boebert firing like Jewish space laser shots at her like woke her up <laughs> to the reality of how toxic like for her? Like, you know, political ambitions, the nuts that she said was. I think that's possible. I think that, like, she may have realized, wait a minute, I'm I'm trying to hit this triple bank shot to become president because, like, on some level, she had to have talked to some people that were are running her, like, her campaign, her image, the Marjorie Taylor Greene brand. And they probably told her, like, look, you can't actually win the governor or a senator in Georgia. So if we're looking at, like, higher office, you need to do some really weird shit where you get the vice presidency and then uh, uh, Orange Jabba, like, strokes out a couple of years into, into term. And now and now you're in the big chair. So I just think that, like, she's looking at all this shit and she's like, well, I got to. I got to rebrand. I got to try to do something to fix my image. So um, 
calling because basically what happened was is she accused Nick Fuentes of helping cover this up with Ali because the the gentleman in question who had been who had been solicited he stated that Ali basically said look he, that Ali and Nick were like we'll smooth this over we'll get you a job we'll take care of you this will be all water under the bridge you want to play ball this is how you get ahead in Republican politics. And Fuentes has come out and denied that he's tried to help uh, like, uh, take care of this issue for Ollie. And the best part about it was, is Nick Fuentes was like, everyone got what they wanted except for me. I'm the one person who's the victim in all of this. Cause you're, you're a vocal Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> like you're too toxic for almost everyone to touch. Like fucking Alex Jones tried to teach Nick Fuentes that like, Listen, you can be an open Nazi. You just can't be an open Nazi. And he wouldn't play ball. So, like, fuck him. Fuck all of them. But, yeah. You know, I, I'm not a Nazi, but I do struggle with Nazi attraction. You feel? Yes. <laughs> this is, we've, we've had talks about it. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> classic no and no we have not talked about that and i am not a nazi l goes to meetings yeah. I, I i saw a cut of a video that i i had not seen previously where they were talking about how like people are moved like people moving towards the left uh trying in the they were talking about how maybe it's not the best place for people who are used to be a nazi and working on it it's like this is like maybe you shouldn't dive directly into lgbtq plus activism when six months ago you were a white supremacist and now you've like kind of changed your mind a little bit maybe maybe just sort of go to the sidelines for a little while and decompress and then after a little while you can re-engage in your new viewpoint maybe just don't be like it was like like what a what a a well-meaning parent goes from like you know like overcomes their inherent homophobia that they grew up with to accept their like (laughs) gay child and then the child that goes off to college or whatever comes back from break the first time and the house is painted rainbow they're just like see i love the gays and it's like okay well you you need to calm down (laughs) (laughs) dial it back (laughs) quiet ally yeah, Last ally. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. bring it back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, these are the people who literally have spent the past two weeks having a stroke over uh, w- uh, one Instagram ad from Dylan Mulvaney about Bud Light, and we've had Bud Light being burned and destroyed. And uh, I think my favorite part of that was the kid, Kid Rock, having a helper shoot the Bud Light cans for him because he couldn't do it himself. Oh, there, there's a lot of hilarious stuff about that. But, okay, uh, yeah. this is not this was not supposed to be a boost topic we're talking about, but I, like I, I can't remember if we covered it last week, so we can talk about it at least a little bit this week. But the, well, the thing is that so over the course of all these people losing their minds over this like spot, I was just like, who, like who is this person? And then I finally saw them, and I was like, who? And then I saw that when they were apparently in the Book of Mormon back before they transitioned, it looked like, uh, or they certainly seemed to be mask presenting. And I was like, who? So my big question is, who the fuck are those ads for? Like, are, are do like, you know, do, not is, ads, ad. Singular. Who is that single ad for? Is Gin Alpha drinking Bud Light? That doesn't seem correct. <laughs> yeah i mean it, it feels like to me that basically what happened was dylan just got big 
on like TikTok or Instagram or social media. And again, as as Elle said, she's not in my wheelhouse. This is a person I would not have known about. We're not. This is the Streisand effect. This is a person being aggressively signal boosted to everybody when they were in a niche. They were like this very niche influencer. And yeah, you know who made out like a bandit in all of this? Them. Yes. Like, oh my god! Like, like uh, they're going to get so much exposure now. Just like that, like that. Now it's just like, oh my god, we can we can court contra- like controversy simply by being associated with this person and like minor ass controversy, you know. I know yeah. where it really where it really like stirs the, the the Republican hive, but it doesn't cause like a riot. Yeah, but Bud Light stock has only gone up since this happened. Yeah, it's the same thing that happened with Cap when, like, Kaepernick took that Nike spot and everybody was like, we're going to go buy Nikes to burn them in protest. And Nike was like, we don't care what happens after you buy them. Yeah, Yeah, please. Oh, by all means, buy and then destroy our merchandise. We... The video I saw the guy running over a whole parking lot of Bud Light with a steamroller. Bud Light's like, yeah, okay. Like, you, you bought it. Like, you definitely didn't steal it. I saw some good, some good old boy country star get tossed a Bud Light and spike yeah. it angrily on the stage and then take like a Coors Light or whatever that he was given and chug it. But meanwhile, his background band was playing another one, Bites of the Dust by Queen. Yeah. Famously, <laughs> a, a hyper-masculine heterosexual band, Queen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, nothing, nothing speaks to the uh, cishet alpha male Chad lifestyle than Freddie Mercury. That's exactly... Uh, just now very arrested man uh out my way in topeka kansas there's a video going around of him going in smashing all the bush light in a walmart bush light right (laughs) isn't even budweiser regular isn't even made by the same brewery (laughs) smashing all this bush light i don't know if he even smashed enough to count as a felony uh but it seems like he maybe had another warrant out for him when he decided to go to the Walmart and get himself arrested. So just the, the best and the brightest. But truly, Walmart is the Waffle House of like big box stores or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or, or like one stop shops. Because anytime, like, anytime you hear of something crazy going on, it's just like, okay, state, likely Florida, location, likely Walmart or Waffle House. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just—it's just so funny to me that like, this is their idea of virtue signaling—is just being aggressively mad about the dumbest shit. And what was really funny was uh, Joe Rogan and Donald Trump Jr. basically came out and were like, "This is dumb. Bud Light's awesome. I'm drinking a Bud right now." And oh man, the 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 butt hurt and the anger from QAnon was so delicious. I saw this one guy. Because people were talking about Donald Trump Jr. being like, hey, guys, lay off Bud Light. Who cares? And he was like, this is one of those moments when I realized that the Trumps don't own MAGA. And this movement is bigger than any one group. It's like, no, it's not. It's it's Trump is Jesus. Your movement is literally that Donald Trump is yeah, God. That's the, the same lie that we're always giggling about when Catholic people are just like, you know, I know the Pope said this thing, but I don't agree with that. And it's just like, you're not allowed to do that, man. <laughs> exactly. Maybe when it comes to like personal opinion or like movie taste or music taste or whatever, but not when it comes to like interpreting the will of your God. Like he's the God. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when they, when all, when, when they go into that room and the white smoke comes out and he's now the Pope, God literally dictated that election. That is what your religion states. It's just, just that clear. Whoever sits on that little chair is actually speaking for God on earth. They, they are as close to Jesus as we can have in modern times, according to you. And it and turns out apparently God, uh, like really likes to keep an eye on his follower count and, uh, you know, kids like liberal policies so god is starting yes. to relax on a lot of stuff <laughs> god's chilling god's out right, in his he's old really age. starting to mellow out in his old age it's like yes you know, we should reevaluate how we feel about gay people <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man that's good it, I, I i really do wonder because i mean like francis was really old when he got elected anyways and he's even talked about maybe being following uh benedict and resigning which was when benedict resigned people were like what the fuck popes can do that it's almost like yeah there was like this pope in like 500 or whatever who resigned so it it qualifies it's like yeah this guy only waited 1500 years to be the the latest pope to resign but now maybe he's starting a trend i really wonder like where the vatican goes of the next pope is like is he going to be more mellow and like francis or are they going to just like go nuts and just have like pope trump or whatever just like some right-wing just a backlash just right yeah whip crack in the other direction right oh do we do we get the q pope do we get the pope that's like a q and i was like yes we got the <laughs> we, we got the pills pope it's so good it's gonna suddenly be like, we care about catholicism specifically <laughs> yeah <laughs> the white hat's got us a good pope it's so good <laughs> anyway uh moving right along let's go to our our next official boosh uh topic for the week and that's and that brings us back to twitter because twitter the, the 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 flaming wreckage of twitter still has a lot of spicy stuff in it apparently this week uh we go to is it matt walsh am i yes, getting yeah. the first name right uh matt walsh was having one yesterday as apparently his uh his whole life got hacked uh because <laughs> on top of his twitter upside down yeah, I, I, because boy howdy, on top of his Twitter going absolutely buck wild, uh, among the many posts that were happening was a was a photo of his phone notifying him that somebody was breaching his Twitter account. So that seemed pretty weird. Uh, Mike, what what was going on with uh with that Walsh? And what's the what's the fallout from this? Um, what people are assuming happened was he got hit with like a SIM card swap hack which is how the hacker was able to get his phone the way that like, that photo you talked about indicated because after he, after quote unquote, he posted a bunch of really ridiculous shit on Twitter that everyone was like, what the fuck is going on here? It's crazy because some of it was pretty based. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'll leave it up to you to interpret which, which ones were based, but some of them were care to repeat based. some of those. No, no. I will say no. that some of them, okay. some of them were based okay. and some of them were cap. <laughs> So it was pretty much a mixed bet. bag. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so bet. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're yeah. so old. Yeah, so Matt Walsh, the the big the, the the post L's talking about is where he says, "My Twitter isn't hacked. This is just the real me coming out." And then it has a photo of his of what it appears to be his phone, saying, "Your Twitter has been hacked from a from a phone number." And then a Microsoft account a verification code, Google verification code, basically just like everybody know. Oh yeah, by the way, I got Matt Walsh in every way, shape, and form. This guy is totally fucked. Time to hack. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, obviously, a bunch of t- wild Twitter stuff was going on up to, but not like up to and including uh, <laughs> promoting their like single on Spotify or whatever yeah. wild nonsense like that. But nice. has it has anything like really salacious come out? Like, do they get access to emails or text messages or what have you? Uh, right now, we haven't seen any anything beyond what, what has been posted on Twitter, which was very fun watching Twitter aggressively scrub Matt Walsh's shit, which, as people have pointed out, they were on this very fast, whereas numerous celebrities got hacked and people were doing the, hey, if you... Uh, download this or click on this thing, you could potentially win one of uh, 10 MacBooks. And like, uh, among these celebrities, uh, you know, n- n- notorious uh, cabalist, Patton Oswald. Yes. Ooh, I've got the, the circle around my eye right now and everything. You can't see it, but ooh. Yes. Theater of the mind. Oh, I, I grew my hair out. My bangs are covering one of my eyes right now. It's very, very mysterious. It's ter- terribly I'm wearing though. a triangle, and it's oriented in whatever way scares you the most. <laughs> it's two triangles constantly spinning. Uh, my favorite thing about that was um, the Democratic Party. Their their five sided star is uh, aligned where the uh, where the top point is the one pointing up. The, the one point is going straight up, like the Dallas Cowboys. So that's like a normal quote unquote good star. And someone tilted their star so you had the two points going up, so you could make the pentagram and have Satan's horns going through it. And they were like, "Look, the Democrats are evil." But if you look at the Republican logo, their their star are already aligned satanically according to QAnon and Illuminati hunters it's very funny so it's like the Republicans openly Satanist you have to work to make the Democrats Satanists vis-a-vis the star so yeah uh, these people are very obsessed with alignments so again whatever way the triangle shape offends you the most L's wearing it that way so just you want to you want to you want to you want to do do some uh, some numerical nonsense and make uh, anybody look like a real dum-dum how about the 14 words what is 14 if not 13 plus one 13 demonic acolytes plus the one mighty satan hitler is satan confirmed anybody can do this exactly with all my mighty power i figured it out yeah only i know the secret truth yep that's that's how this works i mean it's just uh talk a lot of shit and pretend like you know what you're talking about and boom you too can start a cult that's what we say about you old old secret truth l Yes, knows them all. It's one of my many mighty powers. Well, hopefully this this Matt Walsh thing will develop as more stuff uh, comes out because it would be really great for this to uh, actually have some substantive power behind it. But uh, briefly, not even the only hacking news this week. Uh, let's just briefly on the fact that Anonymous, of all people, have jumped back into the ring. I forgot that I wanted to talk about this at least a little bit. Where, where had those guys been? They've been asleep for forever. Well, I guess like, like the, the like I guess the like anonymous like the anon ops like Twitter is just usually just focusing on like world issues stuff. Yeah. Uh, but now they're just like you know they've decided to come out and just be like, hey, GOP, we're we're looking your way. Uh, to the point where I had to ask Mike Raids in our our chat for the podcast. I was just like, does this does this anonymous thing have any juice? Because they claim to have a, a lot of people's like passwords and stuff. Uh, so Mike, do these anons have any juice? What's going on with this? Uh, they claim to have like MTG and Lauren Boebert stuff, uh, among like many, many others. So what's going on with this? Is this, is this a thing that we should be excited for? I would love this. 
Uh, right now, there doesn't appear to be a whole hell of a lot going on. There is some allegations that they might have Clarence Thomas's like Pornhub, um, his search history. There was a thing about Lauren Boebert and duck penises, which uh, Lord knows what that's all about. Right now, uh, people are looking at Anonymous and they're like, where's the hard hitting shit? Come on. Yeah. Like, th- right now, what we've got is kind of interesting, but. We've seen we've seen more interesting stuff than this. You gotta up your game, Anonymous. Like, let's get to that next level where we're actually getting to like damaging stuff. Because Claren- finding out that Clarence Thomas is a weirdo when it comes to his porn habits, boy howdy, you're way behind the mainstream media on shit going on about Clarence Thomas right now. I mean, kind of like sixty so- or seventy. I think the most shocking part is that he's still got porn habits. Yeah. yeah oh, 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 he's yeah. Either. Yeah, he's in his mid seventies, and he basically he's a crook right now. Is pretty much all we found out. Like, uh, he is apparently bought and paid for by a crazy billionaire who really loves Nazis. And therefore, Satan, as I as I cracked earlier. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it's like. It's like, uh, how about Anonymous? How about you, I don't know, find his banking records and get us some more like financial documents so that Clarence Thomas could be potentially indicted for crimes and maybe we could get him off the Supreme Court? Because just finding out whatever whatever stuff his like mid-70s ass is interested in, on, in, in pornography, I don't really care. Whatever, he's a weirdo. I mean, this is a guy who is at this moment on a very sketchy and weird Supreme Court that could potentially outlaw gay marriage if they felt like it. And then some crank might come to them with interracial marriage. And then Clarence Thomas be like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's hitting a little too close to home. That's a little, no, 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 no. I, I don't have any skin in the game when it comes to crushing gay people's rights, but uh, telling black people they can't marry white people, uh, hard pass. And that's my strict constitutionalist view on the issue. It's not because I'm married to a white woman or anything. I mean, it's just, yeah, come on. Uh, please, Anonymous, give us give us more. Let, let's, let's see Anonymous rise to the level of being able to sink Madison Cawthorn's political career the way that hack did. Like, let's, let's, let's actually generate some damage to Republican scumbags. Yeah. yeah say, anonymous and or whoever was responsible for the, the Walsh hack. It's time to put up or shut up. I don't yes. care either way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of shutting up, let's stop talking about our bush objects and move into our juicier news headlines. Yeah. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. You know what surprisingly didn't take very much hacking acumen at all? Uh, a robust leak of government secrets, uh, specifically about the United States operations in Ukraine. Uh, as long as you have things. Uh, not been living under a rock on Mars or whatever, you may have heard that... Uh, uh, a patriot to some or like terroristic threat to others has decided to leak a bunch of uh, government uh, secrets onto a Minecraft discord server. And for more sweet information, time to turn it over to Mike Rains, the, the, the champion of Minecraft himself. Oh Minecraft, yeah. That's me. Quote unquote, Minecraft raids. <laughs> yep. I love me some Minecraft. It's Mike that game. Reaper reigns. <laughs> it's been about Minecraft. <laughs> Mike and L, do you know the name of the Minecraft Discord server on which this uh, 
incredibly damaging information was leaked. Nope, tell us. I saw I saw it once and like it was like four words that I don't think I could smash back together. It was like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm levels of nonsense. Thug Shaker Central. Ah, three words. Yeah, there we go. Thug Thug Shaker Central. That doesn't mean anything. Thug Shaker Central is the Minecraft Discord server in which our young man, 21 years of age, and he's never going to see daylight again, uh, somewhat, he said, I have high-level military access, and someone said, no, you don't, you cuck. And then he began leaking incredibly damaging and important uh, battle plans for Ukraine, American spy networks, on this Discord server, on which they were then disseminated out into the greater internet. Sarge, if you've done homework, you need to tell me before I throw it to my grains. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did a little homework on this because it was so interesting. Yeah, and then you're surprising me with it now. I threw it to my grades and you were just like, shut up, my grades, you cuck. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. the <this headline." laughs> Um, Yeah, so the, like, the FBI, CIA, everyone, this shit was so important they were panicking. This has been going on since January until very recently. Uh, and they thought a high level uh, person in the government was being blackmailed. That's how damaging this stuff was. They were like, man, they've got someone's daughter or like they have something incredibly damaging on somebody or uh, they they thought it was just an incredibly high, well-placed spy and someone had gone over. Nope. The, no, it was for internet clout. No spy, no ideology involved. It was just some red-pilled little shit weasel who, was tw- who has incredibly high-level military clearance and uh, got called a cuck by someone on a Minecraft server. That's yeah, usually, usually that sort of stuff is, is reserved for only the most intense uh, virtual tank combat simulators, you know? <laughs> you, you, usually when government secrets are getting tossed around on servers for stuff, it's to win an argument in a very niche World of Tanks server. <laughs> Not something that's like Minecraft. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just a server where these idiots talked about Minecraft and shared <laughs> racist memes. Uh, like, we don't have a ton of information on him, but... He got black bagged as soon as it all like they finally tracked it all down. He got black bagged and walked uh, off the property by like a million U.S. marshals. Oh, well, yeah, wait, because he's a criminal, and no one could possibly think otherwise. Yeah, he, re- he revealed secrets about U.S. military personnel uh, on the internet. This yeah. is where Mike be able Mike might be able to come in. Except uh, several people are trying to play him off as a whistleblower for reasons I can't fathom. Well, well, people are blowing him off as a whistleblower because it's advantageous to claim that he is some sort of hero when, uh, to make this perfectly clear, uh, Lord Dum Dum here, as he was posting this stuff on the Minecraft server, told people on the Minecraft server, do not leak this. Do not disseminate <laughs> this outside the Minecraft server. So he was not whistleblowing. He was not using whistleblower uh, provisions the government allows. He was quietly blowing the whistle. Yes, quietly blowing the whistle to his few friends to reassure them that he had high-level military intelligence capabilities, and he was using them to impress them. And so basically looking at this thing, 
people started concocting a narrative about how he's actually secretly a hero, how he's doing oh, a good sure. thing, how he's exposing uh, the fact that the U.S. military is actually got boots on the ground in Ukraine, which it doesn't. This is an embassy security force that uh, is just like standard uh, a standard thing that we do at all embassies. This is kind of the core issue of Benghazi was we didn't have enough security protecting that embassy, which is what allowed the protest that got out of hand and killed four Americans to happen. And then when we dug into it, oh, look, who cut the funding? It was Republicans. Oh, shocker. So no, wait, 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 that was Hillary Clinton or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It, it, oh, God. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> I just, love, I just love that. That's my favorite thing in the world. All these right wing people being like, the indicting Donald Trump is this great red line that we never should have crossed in America. It's like, didn't Donald Trump campaign on jailing his opponent for president? Like, literally, like he at one of the debate stages was like, you're going to go to jail after I win. <laughs> their entire campaign was throwing their enemies in prison. Speaking of going to jail, Mike, I have to ask you because I have to ask you every time this comes up. Is there a chance that this arrest is the first arrest? <laughs> Isn't this the storm? Yeah, oh. Mike, 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 is the storm happening? Should I get my surfboard? Uh, what's really funny was I actually did see somebody posting about uh, pending first arrests. No, no one's actually gone for it with this guy, but... The first arrest is now looming again in our in our history because uh, there was like some... <laughs> Who is like who would it have to be? Donald Trump got arrested. Who's bigger than Donald? Like, are they are they going to kick open the doors of the Oval Office and arrest sitting President Joe Biden? <laughs> the funny thing about that is, and because you said what a normal rational adult would say, which is, are they going to arrest the literal president right now? And to me. QAnon would probably like sort of be like, yeah, that's good. But what about Obama? I mean, it's just like the guy that was president a while ago, that would probably be a bigger feather in their cap, to, according to them. And um, it's racism. It's because of the fact that Obama Obama got to be president while being black, which was unacceptable to these people. And they never twice as long as they're a hero. Suck it, Lucy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the black the black man got eight years. The orange man only got four. That's bullshit. What the fuck? What's going on? This is, this is... Andy, Andy killed Osama. Taste it, taste it, losers. Taste it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. So, th- dreaming of the first arrest um, there because. There was like Republicans were talking about, oh, we found some new uh, financial details. Looks like the Biden family making a few bucks on untowardly and unethically. And people were like, oh, oh, they're going to get him. And it's like, no, they're not. Calm down. Like, it is so funny how we have this massive right wing disinformation griftosphere that exists only to tell these dum dums that their enemies are about to be arrested any day now. And it never stops. It is just this perpetual cycle of getting people's hopes up and then nothing ever happens. And then they get their hopes up again and nothing ever happens. And it's just Instead, lather- their, their heroes keep getting arrested. Like, yes. Uh, like this whistleblower guy. 
Yeah. Who, who they who they've always loved and they've always stood behind this guy whose name I'm sure that they they have to like snap to their aid like from off off camera to like hold up like a notepad with their name on it and they're just like and I really stand behind that heroic patriot that patriot guy come on get the the uh, uh that guy you know the guy yeah yeah <laughs> okay. it, it, so uh, pop quiz it went from Thug Shaker Central to elsewhere on the internet. Two, a, one social media service and one website. Can you guys name where the legal Neopets. documents? You're close. Can you name okay, it well, either that's one? That's all I've got. Nope. No shot. 4chan and Telegram. So they went from Thug Shaker Central to 4chan and Telegram. Uh, good no end, Mike. Love it. <laughs> he should have said that one right down. He's like, no, not play it. No, not, not, no, no, try to save this event no, 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 just, just, just give us the answer. We, we, we need the answer. Because <laughs> the thing that was really funny was at the start of the segment, I was going to be like, Sarge, you're the military guy here. Tell us how fucked this is. It's, uh, it's very fucked. This is one of the worst leaks in uh, an incredibly long time. Can you explain uh, why this fucking moron had access to anything like this? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what his position was. He was inside the Pentagon. I don't know if he had a military position, but he had clearance and was in IT. He had high-level clearance and worked inside the Pentagon and uh, had, was in IT. So this, if I had to guess, gave him access to um, the intelligence services. Each have their own private internet and they have a I believe those are called intranets. Yeah. If I recall correctly. Uh, uh, right. and Sarge, yeah. did he have Q level clearance? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't My think God, he... then maybe it really is the first arrest. Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> why why are we just now spinning this narrative? Get a get get on it, you conservative idiots. Like as we've been over before, Q level clearance has to do with the Department of Energy. Uh, and what he shared is not related. It makes no sense for someone with Q-level clearance <laughs> to be leaking things like this. <laughs> and I don't know, other things like Hillary Clinton is going to be arrested. That would be <laughs> dumb and not make any sense. I mean, it would be if no. she was going to get arrested for sabotaging, like, a, like an electrical facility or whatever. Yeah. Like, she, yeah, Hillary Clinton is getting arrested because we have compelling evidence that she pulled up to this power station and shot a few rounds into it like a weirdo. <laughs> uh, so it, it, it all happened because a literal child, a 21-year-old, had an incredibly high-level clearance uh, because... <laughs> Because that's the way the world works. Sorry. That's not Our, a child, Sard. They're old enough to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about that was uh, people were just like, you actually believe that this guy was behind all this? You have to be an idiot. It's like, no, our military is that stupid. The world really is this dumb. Yeah, like, it turns out that the conflict uh, slash war in Ukraine is teaching us what a very important thing. And that's everybody's military is much worse than we gave them credit for. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and we had Marjorie Taylor Greene coming out and being like, this young Christian white man is being scapegoated because he's all those good things. And it's like, yes, yes, Marjorie, the Christian white male 
truly the most persecuted of all human beings in America. <laughs> when when will the white man ever get a break in our nation? Oh man! And, and his his proud thug shaker Central Bible School, <laughs> like they're just like a study group. They talk about how great the Lord is. Oh uh, yeah, like, well, drop it low for us, the Lord. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise that it moved from Thug Shaker Central to 4chan and Telegram. I'm so surprised to find out that people are on on a Discord server called Thug Shaker Central also use the sites 4chan and Telegram. I love how, um, I love how the internet apparently can just like always support a cesspool. Like 4chan yeah. has just been active for so long and it's still doing the same old shit. It's so wild. It's just like, yeah, the the internet needs a septic tank and uh, 4chan's it, baby. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the, uh, the buddies of this guy that was in the Discord posted a bunch of aggressively anti-Semitic commentary about things, and so like the this this group was not really the the, the best of people. Uh, oh yeah, I wasn't making any jokes when I said no. that this is a place where they shared racist memes and talked bullshit at each other. Yeah, uh, uh, I. I, I forget what exactly was the context of it, but they were basically, they were talking about World War II and some sort of game. And then some guy was like, didn't they fix like 6 million bugs that year? Or it's basically just letting people know I am pro Holocaust. The That was a good thing in my eyes. So these people were just absolute, just like anti-Semitic trash that had a bro in their midst who was just like, Hey, would you like to know some stuff about Ukrainian troop movements? <laughs> it's just like, what the, why would you, Hey, I, I, I gotta let my friends who are posting their racist and anti-Semitic memes know that I'm, I'm kind of a big shot. I got some cool. cool. How cool I am. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really, it stymied the investigators for so long because of how, uh, high level the leaks were they just assumed they they started with this has to be someone someone's flipped or someone's being blackmailed at an unprecedented level and uh no he got called a cuck yeah and then well now he's in fbi custody or whatever total cuck move uh yeah enjoy prison real, forever loser real beta energy yeah, he he can enjoy Andrew Tate in the in the uh, forever prison. That's uh, basically... Tate's under house arrest now. He's out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a hoe with his wolf, which is totally a wolf and not just a dog. It's a wolf <laughs> and not a dog. Yes. Anyway, we could talk. We could talk about that Joker forever, but we're not going to. Instead, we have to talk about something that is unfortunately kind of boring but important to talk about, and that is. Uh, the resolution of and the current start to various litigations, uh, specifically so uh, Dominion voting machines, the Fox News. Uh, so Mike Raids, what's going on in the scintillating world? No, of I'm taking it. No voting <laughs> machine. I'm I'm pushing Sarge away from oh, this God. one. This one's my bag. Yeah. <laughs> this is my exciting headline. This is my <laughs> thrilling headline. Sarge was talking about national security and how like perilous our military secrets are. I'm going to tell you about uh, some voting machines and how they uh, won a lawsuit against a news company. It's incredible. It's so thrilling. The first but, news company. And yeah. Also, and also, quote, unquote, one. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, get, get into it. And I'll, I'll voice my complaints later. 
Oh yeah, well, I mean, people did want there to be more of a public admission of Fox's lying and their bullshittery about all of this. But the, uh, from what I was reading from a bunch of lawyers, it doesn't feel like there's any way that they, that Fox could have actually have been compelled to do that if it wasn't part of the settlement. And that well, was you've, basically you've, you've done gun and tricked yourself into avoiding actually mentioning what the settlement was. So I'm uh, stop no, you right there. No, uh, <laughs> almost almost eight hundred million dollars. It was like seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars. Yeah, that's the number out of one point six, which is what they which is what they had been suing for, right? One point yeah, billion. Yeah, 1. yeah, 6. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been suing. Yeah, they were suing for north of a billion, and they got a slightly under eight hundred million dollars in the settlement. Uh, they were impaneling a jury at the time. They were getting ready for opening arguments. Then that's finally when Fox was like, "Okay, fine, we're going to cut you a giant fucking check because we know that uh, we are going to lose, and Lord knows what the jury is going to say that number is going to be." And so this happened, and. Um, a lot of people are furious because they wanted Dominion to go all the way with this and to win the case. And um, again, the main thing people wanted was like Tucker Carlson having to go on the air and state that he lied and that kind of stuff. But from what I've been reading from lawyers is that there's really no way a civil case could. That's like a settlement thing that a judge can't order you to say words, really that I know of. And I could be wrong. I mean, I'm just, wa- I'm just watching lawyers like throwing punches on the internet about this settlement and if it was good or bad. Yeah. I know Alex I mean, Jones I guess... had to, offic- had to right, give but... a, a public apology to the CEO of Chobani. Right. But that was a settlement. He didn't get sued into doing it. Like when, okay. when these, yeah, when, when, they, when, they, when he lost all those default judgments in Sandy Hook, the judges didn't say, Oh yeah, by the way, you have to go on Infowars and say that you were wrong. Like he just said, you owe you owe one point five billion dollars. Go fuck yourself. So that that is a thing that you can agree to as part of a settlement, but it can't right. be compelled of you by losing, uh, like as a penalty. Right. That's what. Yeah. That's what. That's what it seems to be. I, mean, I I could receive an angry DM from a lawyer who could cite these case laws and be like, no, they can be forced to do that. I'm like, okay, you're right. Yeah, it's I, a I, comedy show parody or whatever. We, yes. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we do we do the right stuff all along and chose to say wrong stuff for the laws. Yes. You don't, you don't eat. Seven hundred and eighty million dollars. If you're right, that yes, no, dude, that's 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 like a that's the innocence tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that was my favorite thing that some dumb QAnon promoter said. He was like, now that Fox has been forced to pay eight hundred million dollars, they're coming for all of us to try to silence our speech. I'm like, Fox was not forced to pay anything. Fox did this of their own volition. They, they knew that if they went to trial. There was a real chance that it was going to be a lot more than that. And also, I mean, I guess we don't know for sure, but the reporting that was happening like ahead of uh, the settlement sticking, like before it got to the point where they were starting to impanel a jury, uh, the day before there was like rumors that Fox was essentially desperate to get a settlement down mm-hmm. before jury selection finished. And Dominion was just like, what you're offering us? Absolutely not. Fuck no. Fuck off. And just said, no, we're not settling. And then the next day, it's suddenly just like, yes, we have decided to settle. And the number is very big, but not big enough because it's not like it's going to sink Fox or anything. Fox is going to no. absorb this hit like no big deal. Whatever. Who cares? Right. Like that, that's that's the problem is that people wanted a crippling blow to Fox News. And, and well, I don't give got... a fuck if Dominion gets rich. I don't give a fuck about right. Dominion at all. Right. Oh, I, God, no. I knew they were never going to bring down Fox News, but they... They gave him a black eye 
I'm more interested if they can bring down OAN and Mike Lindell because Dominion has lawsuits going against them. And if you're Mike Lindell, you're like shithouse bat crazy. So you probably won't settle. Uh, that one's going to be fun. Maybe and, he'll also settle for $800 million. Yeah, I don't think he has $800 million <laughs> left. And I know OAN doesn't have $800 million to begin with. Does OAN, does OAN have eight hundred dollars? I mean, yeah. let's fucking oh my god! Like, I want to say there's one other lawsuit that I can't remember, but OAN and, uh, and, and Rudy and Sidney Powell. He's Rudy, they're going. To, yeah, yep, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> Rudy gets his day in court as well on this. Eight hundred millos all around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, if you're all the dum dums that were part of like these fucking lawsuits, and you just saw what Fox settled for, you are fucked and you know it i mean that is the only literally the only person who might be able to get away with it is mike lindell because he's insane and that is like one of the only ways you can win one of these cases that is that you actually believed the shit you said was true then people they the jury can be like he believed it he thought this was the truth and that's why fox was so fucked was because in discovery literally there was nothing but millions of documents that just said yeah we're lying about dominion but we don't care fuck dominion we gotta keep our viewers happy so keep lying keep lying about them Instead of having to explicitly lie about the effectiveness of a Dominion voting machine because Donald Trump is a baby. You're right, exactly. Do you have evidence there, text from Tucker Carlson? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I'm sure that Sydney and Rudy and all the other people uh, have equally as bad discovery evidence waiting for them. Mike Lindell might just literally have, like, his emails or whatever. They were just saying, Dominion stole this election and come hell or high water. I will prove it. I, Mike Lindell, God's chosen warrior in elections. And it's like, oh, God damn it. He really bought if this any shit. any of them thought their defense was going to be, well, we were re- reporting on what we saw on Fox News. Now the Fox News is settled. And also it's come out <laughs> all the evidence of the Fox News case. They, they're extra double fucked. It's like, well. Uh, that was my whole defense strategy. I was just going to say we were saying what they said. And, yeah, uh, yeah that's not going to fly. Yeah. And then so on top of all of this, uh, after Dominion has gotten there, uh, they're gotten the bag, as the kids say, because I'm hip. I'm with it. Um, Smartmatic, the other company that was being smeared, has declared that they're filing a $2.3 billion lawsuit against Fox <laughs> News because they saw what happened with Dominion. They were like, we would like our share of about a billion dollars, please, because you did the same shit to us, motherfuckers. So uh, here we go. Um, we're, we're coming for we're coming for our uh, our money and uh, just get ready. And again, bidding starts at seven point seven point seven seven hundred eighty seven million. That's that's our baseline. We'll see how yeah, high lube up that wallet, boys. Yes, we're coming for it. We um, so we're we're going to enjoy uh, the Dominion News Network, the rebranding of OAN in like six months or so. And <laughs> when they're just we're hi, we're the company, we're the news network owned by a voting machine company for reasons. Don't don't question it. Um, and we're just going to I don't know, be like the second weather channel or something because we really don't want to. Welcome to Newsmatic. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Fox uh, Fox received one black eye from here. Not nearly not nearly as bad as they deserve, but uh, round two is coming shortly because it's, uh, it's not nothing. 
It, yeah, I mean, that's still a lot of money, even to Fox News. Right. But it, it, again, fucking destroy them. They're a cancer upon American society and they're the yeah. worst. But uh, at the very least, we now know that there's another company that is equally as uh, defamed by Fox because it's just it's just so wild that all of America is just trapped by this dumb idiot that luck boxed his way into the presidency and half of this country is just stuck worshiping him and we have all these different news networks that literally have to just kiss his ass and tell him oh oh no the election was stolen from you donnie oh we're so sorry we're so sorry I just wish that we lived in this bizarre alternate reality to just see how conservatives would laugh at us if we'd been spending the last four years being like, Hillary got screwed and it was bullshit. I still love her. She's the greatest. And Hillary was just our bizarre, like, Trump-esque hero. And we had, like, Hillanon and all this just... It is, of, of all the people that have an internet cult built for them, really, Donald Trump, that was the payoff? That was... That was the guy. I mean, no one. I mean, Obama had a cult of personality, but after him, but he not he, that wasn't even close to being Trump and Hillary and Biden. Jesus, no. I mean, they're just they're just people. They're just folks. No and we one... don't have like a guy in the pipeline. It seems, and by we, I mean uh, Republicans, because we all know how deeply conservative I am. Yes, but like the next guy is sort of Ron DeSantis, who uh, I mean is just sort of a huge nothing charisma wise, and also if you look at him in high school, total uggo, yuck, <laughs> gross. That was super weird. The people were like, "Look at his yearbook photo." It's like, man, really? This is what we're reduced to. And we yeah, had for, the, first of all, that's not the way. Like going back to somebody's yearbook photo and just being like, "Look how they looked at high school." Eh, what a re- what 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 a, what a reject! What a loser! What a square! What a weedy! Like it's just like why? Like okay, where's your hot shit high school photo, there, chief? Yeah. And I also, I hate to bring this to most all the people who are just like. Well, you can tell this guy never saw pussy in his life. You're fucking wrong. Like he's an attract he was an attractive dude back then. I'm sure that he was doing just fine. The thing that's really it's really funny to me about DeSantis is that he did serve in the military. He was very much in shape at one point in his life. And you would just think if you were pursuing a political career that I don't know, staying on the treadmill would probably be kind of more important in your life than whatever it is he does with his time. Besides, I don't know, just hating minorities and being crazy angry at LGBTQ people and fighting with Disney. Cause I would think that you would be looking to try to make yourself like the anti Donald when it came to your presentation. No, he needs to, he wants to make himself the Donald. Apparently like a big Mac diet and, you know he's doing he's doing ramp training by which i be training to fail going up and down a ramp and like yeah i'm sure that you know he he if he wanted to be the anti-trump i feel like he would have positioned himself to do that before now and like every time he's come down as being quote unquote anti-trump he's just like well you know willikers i love the trumpster but i just i'm i'm in favor of all americans you know and then trump's just like no how dare you what a what a stupid meatball goober you are fealty to me only what a loser if it is 
it is incredible. It's a that... tickle fight. It's the most stupid thing ever. Yeah. Like Donald Trump's big zigger against him is meatball Ron, and that's good enough because Ron DeSantis is nothing. So <laughs> I, it is so funny to me that we that we had that attempt at a thing. I there there was like a schmuck on the uh, Hustler uh, Poker live stream. Um, and he's and this guy's like decked out in a DeSantis twenty four hat and shirt and all this stuff. And that sounds like a did... gross live stream. Hustler poker, Ugh. <laughs> not a great name, that's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's yeah. Larry Larry Flint bought the place, and that was that's just his uh, thing. He brands everything with the hustler on it now. And is he still alive? Ah, uh, he, he, he kind of. I mean, he's basically like just. <laughs> Yeah, he's, kind of, he's a he's a brain in a robot body that yeah, rolls around. Yeah, he's a, like the, like that Doom Patrol villain. He's yeah, the like, emperor. He's in, in a golden throne. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's just like the emperor of weird politics and pornography. How Larry Flynn returned. <laughs> the dead speak. Yeah. Anyway, I got a weird. I, to go up on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just a, it's where I saw this. It, it, it feels so astroturfy. It just feels so forced that they're just trying to create new Trump out of whole cloth because they're just desperate to get away from him because they understood that he lost the popular vote by a lot to Hillary, but got lucky and won the Electoral College. Then he got sandblasted by Biden. And it's not like uh, time is doing any good things for the mental acuity of this man. I mean, uh, I, I mentioned it before, but he's literally getting softball interviews from Sean Hannity where Hannity's like, you didn't take those documents, right? And Trump's like, fuck yeah, I took them. It was great. I was the president. I can take any documents I want. And you I know, can you know, Sean, not only did I take them, but as president, I'm allowed to take them. I can take anything I want from anybody I want. I'm the president and that's yeah. what the president can do. And anything I look at is declassified. When I close my eyes, everything becomes classified again. <laughs> yes. And, and if the president wants to sell those documents to Saudi Arabia for tens of millions of dollars, the president can also do that. Here's a photo. Me and MBS. Here's me handing him this document and here's him handing me a bag of money. We got it all on video. Totally legal transaction. And he just like runs off the set screaming, hair on fire, like, no! A little better interview than that guy interviewing the was it the the, the president CEO of Substack or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like so. Just to be clear, you're not gonna let explicitly racist content on your platform. And he was just like, "Well, I uh, I mean, uh, Willikers, I uh, uh. I don't, don't want to make individual judgments." And the reviewer's just like, you know that this the answer you just gave me is terrible, right? Like on the record, I'm asking you, interviewer to interviewee, the answer you just gave me is bad. Would you like to change it? (laughs) And the guy guy was like, no. And he's like, no, I stand by my sweaty, nervous reaction to whether or not I will let people be openly racist on my platform. So uh, good work, Substack. The next Twitter, you ain't. Anyway, (laughs) the the follow-up was my favorite. He goes, you know, you'll have to do that at some point. People will say awful things on your platform and someone will have to make an individual judgment on each of these. That's what moderating is. He goes, I don't really want to talk about that right now. It's like, you put the ball. This interview's over. Put 
balling a fucking tea for you. It was yeah, it's it, so funny. I mean, just like honestly, that interviewer is my favorite person of the recently. Just for the just for for having the call to just be like that answer you gave me was very bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna. It hasn't aged well, and it is one second later. It's so good. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to our uh, our mailbag for the week, shall we? Yeah, take me home. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q. And a uh, leech from Buffalo asks, can you please explain to me how Trump is our shadow president who calls all the shots yet simultaneously? Everything is now terrible. Thanks to Joe Biden asking for a friend. Oh, this is this is an easy one. Oh, man, this is a, this, this is a slam dunk. This is a meatball. Uh, the answer is that uh, Trump is the shadow president and he's making sure that things don't get too bad where actual permanent damage is done to America and the world. But he is letting Biden uh, show what happens to the world when he- evil, hideous liberal policies are enacted. You have Dylan Mulvaney celebrating with a Bud Light about March Madness and uh, eggs are expensive for a week or two and all of this kind of stuff. So Biden is slowly pilling America into seeing the horrible truth of our world. And we're all going to, we're all waking up thanks to Biden's ineptitude. And then we're going to reelect Trump, Trump in a landslide in 2024. And then Trump will let us know on the slide that, Oh yeah, by the way, those last four years, I, it was really my hand on the wheel. I was making sure that Joe wasn't going to do anything too extreme, but uh, yeah, we've had 12 years of Trump and it's all good in the hood. So that's basically the narrative that these people want is like, they love, they love using the the line that like Joe Biden is a walking red pill. He's waking up all the normies of his horrible corruption and incompetent governance, and so it's a good thing that Biden is like the public facing president. I mean, they kind of saw that happen with Trump. It it did energize the base in the other direction. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is that like that was Trump actually doing things that pissed people off and. Um, I don't know, like banning abortion. That like shit is really eat, biting the Republicans in the ass in every way, shape, and form. So yeah, great job, guys. Like the whole red pilling thing is working. Women have women are getting red pilled that Republicans actually viscerally hate them. They're figuring it out. They're putting two and two together. As the shadow president, it's Trump's job to karate fight Joe Biden anytime Joe Biden tries to hit the button in the Oval Office that would make heterosexuality illegal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like Biden's chances and how I always wanted to settle presidency uh, where, again, hell in a cell match. No, what I keep fucking this up. What's it called when they have to get up a ladder to get the... Oh. Ladder match. Oh, that's money in the bank. That's money in the bank. Money in the bank. I think the presidency should be settled with a money in the bank match. I don't like Biden's chances. I think Trump outweighs it by like a hundred pounds. But Trump couldn't climb. Trump can't climb the ladder. The match can't end. Do do you get get L's and C's in the in the uh, money experience? The money match experience? Because I I was I was like the the TLC battles. (laughs) Tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah. Yeah, Dudley boys out here. Someone's going through a table. (laughs) Oh, there was this. I saw like a month or two ago. There, there was a rap concert, and people. uh, There were actually people out there who thought this was not staged, which made me laugh my ass off. But basically, 
the rapper on stage starts quote unquote arguing with someone in the crowd. And then one thing leads to another. And the person from the crowd runs to the stage and then the rapper and someone in his entourage, or maybe it was another rapper that was with him. The guy ran at the rapper and the rapper scooped him up. And then the other guy, and they hit him with a perfect deadly death drop, just crushed the guy of a 3d on the stage. And people were like, Oh shit, that guy got, Oh, and then it's like, it's a work that was staged. No one can get hit with a, a like a shoot 3D. It's not an actual like, attack two people could hit someone with if they didn't like run into it willingly. Also, I'm here to tell you, having seen real fight clips where people actually perform like a wrestling style move on somebody, like in the real world, it's much less charming when it's for oh, real. Yes. <laughs> if you hit someone with a chair in the real world they tend to not get back up. Or if they do, <laughs> it's very slowly. And or like yeah. powerbomb. Like, like yeah, powerbomb power pretty frequently happens because for whatever reason, people like to sometimes like try to spear you shoulder first. Yeah. So they're just like, hey, I'm going to put myself in perfect powerbomb range if you would like to give me one of these IRL. And then inevitably, whenever that happens, the person who gets powerbomb looks like they are dead. Yeah, because yeah. like they've been damage has been done to their spine and body. Yeah, it's like they've been hit with a move called yeah. a power bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shoot power bombs are horrifying, and as El said, it's just one of these things where a guy like bends over and runs at someone. The other guy gets his hands around his waist and then just lifts, and one thing leads to one to another, and he just ends up dropping him on his back. And it's like it's and it it the the mat doesn't give. There's no bounce. They're usually fighting on a street, so you just like splat this guy on the road, and then the guy just lays there, and you're just like, oh shit, that guy is. <laughs> oh, like, no, I'm going to jail. Yeah. So, to, to answer your question, why is Trump secretly in charge while we have Biden? It's to set up for my tables, ladders, chair, cage match. That is why. I okay, want great. This to happen. I don't think Biden can beat Trump. But I, don't, I, will, I will take that. And I also think that Trump can't win the match because, again, Trump, we saw how Trump navigates a ramp. <laughs> he can't climb a ladder. Like, Biden will be basically stretchered out of the ring. He will, like, Trump will have fallen on him and Biden will be incapacitated. But then the match will just sort of never end because Trump will not be able to navigate. Like, Donald Trump will be, like, looking up at the ladder, like, regarding <laughs> it and, like, being confused, trying to figure out how to tackle it. And then Barack Obama will charge in from underneath the ring he's been hidden oh, under there the whole time yeah and then he'll like scurry up the ladder quickly and grab it and, or, and uh, we'll all accept it we'll be like yeah sure let me hit you with this it's a one very long ramp to get down to the ring yeah trump might not be able to make it yeah. like, he's gonna like, tip over and he's gonna roll down and it's gonna be like the fat kid from hook <laughs> that's how he defeats joe biden he just trips on the ramp and just rolls into him it's, it's we're both old men. Joe Biden hasn't even gotten to the ring yet. His music is gone. <laughs> He's, He's just doddering down the ramp. Then Trump gets to the top of the ramp and he trips. He falls. He rolls over Biden, and they both get disqualified because neither of them make it to the ring. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that would be that, usually the money in the bank's like a giant multi-way match. So at this point, um, we th that will be kind of our I don't know this is like our our question to the audience would basically be like what would be the money in the bank match in the future because um, and and do we just go intergender here because we could have Gretchen Whitmer and Marjorie Taylor Greene be involved in this oh, and Bobert yeah. I mean MTG's involved I don't like anyone else's chances you're doing a wrestling specific call to action this week how bold I'm 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 a bold person I'm spicy.
This was for you, six listeners who care about professional wrestling. <laughs> yes! Hell yeah! <laughs> and also, so we get like what, like, you know, based on percentage wise, but I think there's like a pretty good shot that there's somebody out there. You know, this one's for you, Greg. Greg, we really want to hear about you, buddy. Yes! Talk also, to us, Greg. Yeah, like, hit us up, Greg. Oh man, I'm so glad. I'm so. Uh, this is this is micro targeting. This is how the Russians influenced the 2016 election. We're we're going after very specific people. We're going after Greg. Yes, come on, Greg. You can do this for us. Um, Greg, have you ever considered how great Russia is? Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the Russian heel? Uh, the Russian. There's a million Russian heels. There was Nikolai Volkov. There was the Nikita Khrushchev. I mean, there Ivan Koloff. There was plenty of like evil Russians. Uh, the most Rakinsky. Yes, Soda Popinski. Um, the most recent one was from Bulgaria, but they just declared him a Russian anyways because they didn't have anything better to do with him. So they they just made the guy from Bulgaria like the Russian representative. He was he was Rusev in Amer- in uh, WWE. Now he's Miro in AEW. He doesn't wrestle anymore. He just hangs out in catering and collects a paycheck. It's a good it's a good job. But um, jealous. Another yes. Of this shit. On to the next question. Yes. Uh, so uh, Ken uh, uh, Statnick asks: uh, Freddie Potatoes wants to know what are your favorite chain restaurants, and Freddie is Freddie the the beautiful little doggy is wearing a gold chain around his neck. Um, favorite chain restaurants. I'm a big fan of Hawaiian Brothers. If I had to pick like a favorite chain, they probably... do have my favorite macaroni salad ever. Yeah. Um. Bah, 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 bah. Are there some local chains that? Yeah, I don't I don't know how big it's going to be, so I'm not going to name like local chains, but like uh I'll say Hawaiian Brothers is one of my favorites. That's a good choice. Uh it breaks my heart cuz I don't have any any even like remotely close to me, but Cracker Barrel is probably my honest answer. I love a Cracker Barrel breakfast that always is going to get the the people going. Yeah, I uh, I for like um, middle of range kind of uh, price. I like Texas Roadhouse. I, I just like joy. Uh, I love the cinnamon butter and the endless rolls and uh, getting a steak for whatever like forty bucks or what. That's that's a good that's a good night out for me because I am just your standard overweight American who likes meat and potatoes. Dude, and that that butter they serve, my God, those yes. rolls so good. And they have pork chops on the meat. I love a pork chop. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go i think all those yeah. all those answers are fucking great man but i, don't, I don't, like i i have texas roadhouse close to where i live but i don't have the other two which sucks because yeah. boy howdy they're, they're both so good it, in, it, in fact the, the last time so we we have like a bonchon near me we went to bonchon bonchon's fine but the last time we ordered from it i was just like god i wish that, i wish that this was just hawaiian brothers instead that was, uh, <laughs> a, a million times better is the hawaiian brothers than bonchon do, do do they have Cracker Barrel in Texas? Yes, they're, okay. they're, they're anywhere highways are really okay. Because I'm gonna because I'm definitely making a plan. I'm planning on going to uh, the Patriot Cowboy game this year, so I have to sample all of Texas's crazy culinary excellence, <laughs> including Cracker Barrel. I mean, you would love Cracker Barrel if you if you like the Texas Roadhouse butter, you'll like Cracker Barrel. They have their own special apple cinnamon butter that they serve with everything. It's delightful. Oh. That sounds awesome. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. That's that that man. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. But not, not it, the Cracker Barrel in Springfield, Illinois. Fuck you, that Cracker Barrel. That was the worst Cracker Barrel I've ever been to. 
<laughs> Take that, you restaurant in particular. Wow. And Greg, I've betrayed you, Greg. I hate you now. You should, you should have taken it up with their corporate manager. You should have run it all the way up the ladder and seen how much free Cracker Barrel bucks you could have got from your bad experience. Yeah, I, I mean, the the service was fine. The food was just fucking terrible. The, uh, the, the, the next time anything like that happens, threaten them with your, your platform of, hey, just be like, hey, literally slightly more than a thousand people listen to us. So yeah. you better watch yourself. Uh, Groucho's ghost asks, who are the brain police? Quote Frank Zappa. I, I'm not much on the Zappa train. I, I haven't listened to Frank Zappa in like a billion years. I don't know what song they're referencing. I'm very sorry. I, I, I assume it is. That is the song. Who is the brain police? But, uh, I, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe they're just phrasing the, maybe it's, it's up to us to determine who these brain police are. Um, who are the brain police? That is a tough question. I mean, wow. This, this sounds like the start of, this is going to be our serial style podcast. Who are the brain police? Yeah. yeah. Cue, the, cue the license free dramatic music right here. And now that the, if this is a real podcast, the sound of a car driving up a gravel driveway. And Fuck no. We're going we're to put together a Patreon before we even record just so we can license the Unsolved Mysteries theme music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. See, see, see if we can get a little co-licensing going God, on. Unsolved God Mysteries presents Stack. colon who are the brain police. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll uh, forget to secure the rights from the Zappa estate and then they will sue yeah. us and then we will go under. We'll die penniless but excellent like Nikola Tesla. Another <laughs> another merch idea for our store that'll never happen. Yeah. Oh, I, I I I want to I want the shirt to say penniless and excellent. That's that's what I want. I want to. I want to. I want to. That's what we all strive for, right? Yes. Like I, penniless I, but yeah. excellent. Yep. Hey, people are going to remember us, even though we weren't really happy with our last few months, like living off, living hand to mouth and being kind of miserable. Hey, and I'm not telling you to not to not to get rich during your lifetime. Get as rich as you want to. But general generational wealth is bullshit. So at the end of your life, give it all to charity or whatever. And then people will just be like, man, they were excellent. And they died penniless. Perfect. There we go. Yes. Nailed it. Yep. Boom. Stuck the landing. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks exclusively Hellworld L, Elon Musk is a spineless cuck. If he won't give you one million United States dollars, the Walt Disney Company will. We'd like to bring you down to our new mobile theme park, Howl's Moving Castle style, to run the reboot of Turbo Teen. How do do you accept? I I don't think Disney will let me go as dark as I'd want to with a reboot of Turbo Teen. I feel like if the core conceit of your thing is that it's a it's a person that transforms against their will into an automobile, <laughs> I want a reboot of that to be like darkly body horror tastic. Yeah, I want that to be like a, go. Like I want I, I want at the very least a transformation to be like horrible. <laughs> maybe that's the gimmick maybe maybe it's like an r-rated comedy and the and like most of the rest of the movie is like played like just like a straightforward like dumb you know seth rogan like lead fucking comedy vehicle but in the moments where the turbo teen stuff is happening it's incredibly like american werewolf in london like gruesome practical effect transformation scenes <laughs> Like that just constant screaming like a, like a like a death whale <laughs> just begging for death in the middle of the process kill me but then as soon as it's over he's just like oh whew, okay beep now, beep i'm a car now 
I'm, I was more imagining it being like a teen sex comedy where our hero's about to get the girl and then suddenly the transformation's hitting. He's like, no, no, no. And she's like, what's wrong? And then he's like, that would be a great take on it. It's Turbo Team, but instead of having to do with like water or heat or whatever, it's literally just like, ah, my, my, name, is, my name is Turbo Teensley. And when I get an erection, I turn into a car. Bling. <laughs> Just like a Porky style movie, he walks uh, incredibly dark. Movies. So when the transformation happens in this girl's dorm room, it just pastes her against the wall, like it, just, and it just destroys the room they're in, and then he has to peel out. <laughs> and people just don't understand what's going on. Like it's really hard to implicate him in all the murders he's accidentally causing because it doesn't make any sense in reality world. It's like, how did that car get in there? John, what happened? And he's just like, I don't know. I, I I left like ten minutes before that whole thing broke loose. I mean, like, man, Mike, you're just full of good ideas now. How about this for the reboot? It's like Christine, but it's like about like a jealous incel guy who can just so happen to turn into a car, stalking a woman. I'm here for that. That's you could good. do like social commentary okay. in it. You could like get like the Christine homage would be great, and then at the end you probably get to have your heroine uh, beat an incel to death or whatever, which sounds very <laughs> very satisfying. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, I kind of like to see that, like with a crowbar or whatever, splashes him with the water to make him transform back into a kid, and then just just pummels him. <laughs> I I am here for all of this. This is no longer a QAnon based podcast. This is a writing room for whatever bizarre turbo teen based movie we are going to create and then not be allowed to produce because we don't own the, the intellectual property to turbo teen. I feel like we can get it for not for starling. <laughs> I, I feel like we can get it by just being like, we have it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> We've taken Turbo Teen by force. I feel like we can get it by climbing to the top of a ladder and grabbing it. Yes. <laughs> that that is our new indecipherable thumbnail. It's the it, it's it's me and L holding the ladder so Sarge can climb yeah. up and obtain the Turbo Teen briefcase. And people like, are like, "What the?" <laughs> And it's like, what the fuck does any of this have to do with QAnon? It's like nothing. Just roll with it. Just let 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 us be us, please. The mailbag segment. It doesn't have to be about QAnon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. So uh, finally, what are you guys looking forward to? Um, this Saturday, I'm gonna keep it running. Uh, with last week, this Saturday is uh warhammer fest in london i will not be staying up till three in the morning for the uh start of the big spoilers but uh i will wake up and watch uh them reveal the contents of the 10th edition box and i'll probably get a bunch of 10th edition rules so i'm looking forward to 10th edition news you fucking nerd what a what a stupid nerd i'm yeah, excited about D D. yeah uh I'm uh, we doing a radical change in the D and D campaign that I was running because I had been running the group through the Witchlight Carnival um, adventure path, uh, but it turns out that that adventure path is kind of boring. Uh, so we, uh, I was like, I got sick of it being boring, and I was just like, hey, this is a good place to put a pin in this one. Let's do a different sort of thing. So. I reconfigured my D and D campaign, and after like a, just about a month hiatus, while I 
you know, twisted all the knobs and stuff I needed to do. Now we're getting back in the saddle this weekend, which is going to be pretty exciting. How about you, Mike? I'm sure it's sports related. Oh, you fucking know it. Uh, Bruins up 1-0 in their series against the uh, the evil, the evil uh, spawn of the nightmare state of Florida, the land of Trump and DeSantis. Uh, the Florida Panthers, uh, Bruins won the first game against them. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, who are awful and bad, have been pantsed most spectacularly by the Celtics in the first two games of their series. That series will only go for maybe five games at most because the Atlanta Hawks are terrible and bad. And uh, the best player on the Milwaukee Bucks, who is the who are the best basketball team in uh, the sport of basketball, he got hurt, and so the door has opened. Uh, the people that uh, vote with their wallets, as they as the kids would say, have now made the Celtics the betting favorites to win the basketball championships, which the Bruins were already the betting favorite to win the Stanley Cup. So I get to watch all of that this week. Wow, so that would be championship exciting. city. Yes, yes. Us us poor beleaguered Boston sports fans who haven't had a title in I don't know, like three, four years, something like that. The the agony. No one no one knows the pain of the Boston Real sports drought. fan. Yeah, it's been a it's been a crippling drought. It's been terrible. Well, now you guys do have to work for it a little harder that the Patriots that have pooped all over themselves. Yeah, the, the, the Patriots have fallen off of a cliff, and Sarge gets to look down his nose at us with his Patrick Mahomes led juggernaut of annihilation. And the refs, you were fucking handed that ball, and you know it. Gets gets petulant and angry, and ends the podcast on a bitter note. But no, uh, it's. Yeah, it's uh, the Patriots bad, the Red Sox incredibly bad, and baseball also sucks. But yeah, so thankfully our winter sports teams have uh, decided to up their games. So that's going to be fun. And uh, hopefully that just continues. Beyond that, uh, just uh, uh, hopefully having the saga of my goddamn toe resolve uh, sometime in the next week. That will be very fun, seeing a foot doctor thanks to America's great medical uh, insurance system, greatest healthcare nation uh, system in the world. Hashtag Obamacare, hashtag, but Republicans <laughs> hate that. All that's good stuff. So, yeah. So hopefully all of that resolves itself and uh, Boston sports teams continue to win. That would be, that would be just ducky by, by me. Quentin Tarantino. Can't we go one podcast that you're talking about your foot? <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. Anyway. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for sticking with us for the episode and supporting us with your uh, precious ear holes. It's time for us to strap ourselves to a big red rocket and explode ourselves out of hell world. Look at that jackass reference. I'm a genius. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Of course, if you'd like to continue to support the show uh, for free, you can do so by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, tickle that algorithm for us. We'd appreciate it. If you have money and you want to donate it to the show, we'll happily take it. You can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash Donating $5 or more a month gets you access to our slate of bonus content, including our full back catalog and any other stuff that we produce when we produce it. Uh, thank you to all of our beautiful babies. I love the full Caribbean. I don't know why it took me so long to think of the crib, but now that I have thought of it, I hate it and love it at the same time. Like that movie, The Room. Anyway, if you have money and you don't want to give it to dicks like us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. End quote from their website. Sounds pretty good to us. Uh, or, you know, we trust your judgment in taking your disposable income and doing good deeds with it if you decide to do so. Thanks, uh, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro song. Still no social media for them. However, our buddy Frosty, who does all of our voiceover work when we need it, including the voice of Q and all of our bumps, can be found on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find us, as in the show you are listening to, on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. 
Me personally, the mysterious L is at Hell World L, spelled the same way. Sarge is at Sergeant Hell, and Mike Reigns is, of course, at Poker Politics. So, for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the mysterious L, joined as most of the time recently uh, by the enigmatic Sarge and our crystal clear and perfectly understandable expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed, patriots!